Lawson Humphreys on the road. Muggins and cream, cream and muggins, straight thugging, living the dream. And that's our intro. Fucking muggles. Tickling the clit inside your head that makes you laugh. Woohoo! <laughs> they said it can't be done. Are we in the same seats? That's hack. Oh, muggles. Accidental rib job in the park. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Or am I just being cynical? Just muggled it up on fucking Mugglepedia. Where have you been since 9 11? Do you know what to do? Like a welcome. Well, as long as it's not a song. Hold on. You've got you've got a song. Oh. Because I was looking at the buttons, right? Because obviously, obviously, we've got Linda. We've got Barry Casanola. Yeah. Shouting Linda, and I love that. I'm a big fan of your podcast with Colin, by the way. I yeah. really enjoyed that. It's nice as a listener to listen to it. I love this button. Baldy. <laughs> I, I like that an awful lot. Um, I think it should have been used more. I like that you introduced it. Now it's like, oh, we're going to be enjoying this on the uh, podcast. Well, um, I want to. I, w- I want to make sure you catch them off guard with it. Like the thing is, it's fun, and you can't. You can overuse it too early, so it's there. And I, I probably should have used it once during the actual podcast, but now next time we're doing alone with friends, I can. Yeah, bring on them. But the beauty of this, these these uh, buttons is the light up. So we've got the red button for Linda. We've got the blue button for um, Baldy, and um, I, sp- I spot there was a green button. Mm. I was like, "Oh, what's this green button?" I'm just setting up the podcast live here in Lisbon. Mm-hmm. His girlfriend. His girlfriend. His girlfriend picked his dog. Picked his dog. His girlfriend picked his dog. And I'm gonna his be dog. Up. <laughs> Didn't happen at the end bit. <laughs> I think I must have just went, oh, I get the gist and took my uh, headphones off. Uh, I feel like. Well, so you ran over my joke even when you were alone. <laughs> did I? I really did. I just got distracted, didn't listen to. Boys, Dan, I've heard half of what he said. I can assume the rest. So, yeah, I feel, I feel quite attacked by that. Mm. Um, you've been on a real character, character assassination of me lately. I beg your pardon. You have been. I've not. You you have been trying to um, paint me as a big old wuss. <laughs> well, you know, no, I don't think that's tarnishing your name. I think that's just describing yeah. you out loud in public and you know pointing out your well. That's what pussy old behaviours. That's, that's what would somebody would do if they're doing a character assassination. And I'm, I'm going to call it. You're doing a rebrand of us. Mm. And you also. Try I feel like you've rebranded yourself. I'm just pointing out the new features. <laughs> Like I'm, I'm letting everyone at home know the Kai Humphreys patch notes. Like the old Kai Humphreys had standards when it comes to bits. New, improved, updated Kai Humphreys does does not. He's got he's got better clothes because his wife picks them for him now. She oh, also picks I his I changed. I was meant to put my merch on. Oh, oh, for the video. I see. Um, we'll get to my merch in a bit. Oh yeah, you're in a legal battle against yourself right now. I uh, do you not understand what in a bit means. Oh yeah, okay. I just I know, but I'm giving them a teaser. Like you know, you know, you know, you know when you're about to watch uh, Impractical Jokers, and they practically show oh, you the God. whole show just before the show. Yeah, yeah. Where they'll go like, he has just a sequence of clips, and then the clip is like probably about 15 seconds longer than the bit that no, they show. Um. So about you're, so you're also trying to rebrand yourself as like like you're being weirdly masculine on things that you wouldn't be masculine about. What you what are you talking about? What do you mean? What am I talking about? I I walked in. And um, backstage at the gig last night, Aye. we'd had a heavy night on the whiskey. We'll talk about that in a bit, so mm-hmm. don't blow your load. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I come into your dressing room, and I was like, you don't happen to have any paracetamol, do you? Oh, right, that's the way the conversation went, is it? That's exactly the, the conversation went with me. Do you ever have any paracetamol, do you? And, and you were just like, yeah, bro. What do you think of paracetamol, bro? <laughs> <laughs> You're like a fucking South Park, you know, the fucking <laughs> principal, what's he called? Um, PC principal. PC principal, you're like PC principal, as if like, what am I carrying? <laughs> you were, no, you're like, you want a little sticky plaster? You want so a plaster interesting plaster? to see the world through your eyes. You are Just... so macho about it. <laughs> about paracetamol. You know, so macho about paracetamol, I was like, it would just be prudent to take the, take medication on tour for... Mm. Oh, no, I agree with you. It would be it's 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 a smart thing. Like I I get heartburn a lot of the time and indigestion, so it's wise for me to take one. Rennies around with me everywhere. That was another one, right? We're just we're get, we're getting drunk tonight because we're on holiday and we're on tour. We're not on holiday. We're on tour. If the girls listen to this and they hear us saying we're on holiday, we're in trouble. We are at work. We are at work, and they couldn't come. Who's the coward now? <laughs> 
<laughs> Who's the pussy whip bitch now? No, I'm just saying we're not on holiday. This is work. We're doing a podcast. So. And it's like pulling teeth. I, so, <laughs> you had mentioned that you sometimes get heartburn and you'd like to pick up some heartburn medication. Mm-hmm. Like, this is like on the side after your macho tantrum. Macho tantrum. About having paracetamol, right? And then um, I said, oh, because we're going to get at the pastry shop and we're just having, we picked up some pastries mm-hmm. uh, for in, the, in between the gigs. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I'm probably going to be drinking wine tonight. And if I'm having pastries, I'm going to get hop in. This isn't the way any of the conversation went, but carry so, on with your voice. I mean, that wasn't a conversation. That was like, that was my train of thought. Mm. It's like, oh, let's go and pick up some pastries for the interval. And I'm like, I'm the interval where I'm drinking wine and whiskey and mm. booze and that. Like a legend. And then um and then you were just like, What did he get heartburn off pastry? <laughs> <laughs> and, and and for the podcast, I'm toning down the homophobia. The, the spin doctor is out in force today. Are you not <laughs> dizzy? Are I you know, not dizzy? It's the well. fucking Tasmanian be, devil. I'm Jesus be, Christ. Gaslit did well. you pick up those victim hood shoes from Melbourne? Did you? When was the last time you were there? Yeah, I, what do you mean victim? I'm I'm saying what you're like. I'm not saying that you're, I'm just saying you're being super macho about things that you wouldn't be macho about. Right. No. It's displaced behaviour. No, you're, you're, you're insecure just, you're, you're insecure about your own masculinity, so you're hamming it up. No. Or, <laughs> you are clearly getting more sensitive because you have a dog with anxiety. And and, 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 and you know, when owners start to look like they're dogs, you're starting to pick up the characteristics of your dog, which is you're getting anxious, you're on high alert, and you feel I haven't like- even picked up my girl yet, so how would that happen? <laughs> So what actually happened, I was, I was in the dressing room reading my book and you came in very sort of smugly like, you didn't forget to bring paracetamol with you, did you? That's what happened. You lie. I'm not. I think these headphones have to make it look like I'm being serious. You fucking you lie. And you were did like, you pick up the paracetamol? Like as if we had like a well, little itinerary you, of list of things I, to bring. Exactly. And that's why I was like, what are you talking about? As if we just, as if, as if it was a standard thing. If we brought along, fair enough to go to you have any paracetamol, and I would agree, I would be being a toxic male if I was like, oh, you want some painkillers, you fucking pussy? That's toxic masculinity. I, I don't even get a hangover. <laughs> No, she just went, you didn't forget your paracetamol, did you? You're not going to drink them with water, are you? <laughs> and you're drinking with vodka, you're like a man. And then we were having this exact same argument at lunch, and you were like, and you were like, it's, it's, it's absolutely normal thing to bring medicine with you on holiday. I'm like, absolutely, I agree with you. I wish I'd brought some Gaviscon with me, because last night I was drinking whiskey and uh, smoking a lot oh, of weed. It wasn't enough pastries, though, so you're a man. No, and you went, you went... <laughs> You're the one that gets heartburn off of pastries, right? I'm like, <laughs> that is what happened. That is what happened. <laughs> that is what happened. <laughs> it is. You fucking, you're the one that gets heartburn off of pastries. I'm like, the fuck are you talking about? Pastries. I just told you it was whiskey and weed. And you're uh, like, is that a donut? <laughs> yeah, I thought it was off the, off the fatty snacks. No, no. Oh, so, you, so, I, you can't so there's, there's that, right? Yeah, yes, you're painting yourself into this corner of a big butch dude. <laughs> That's what you're doing, right? Like, you're a big butch dude. We get it. All right, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Daniel. I just feel like Daniel, you're, what, what you're trying to do now is right. you're trying to lower the bar of what manliness is so that when you get your dog, you're still closer to it. You're trying to bring everyone else's. You're, no, 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 that's oh, you're being a toxic man. No, I'm not. I'm being who I always was. And if I was being a toxic man and you were to point out a correct bit of that behaviour, I'd probably work on it. So on, on top of this couple of things, mm. um, you really like made a big deal last night of me prancing out the way of a sprinkler. <laughs> And said, oh no, I'm going to get wet off the sprinkler. That's and you really, what you made, said. you really made quite a big deal out of that. <laughs> it's not what you said. We were standing out by the presidential pool. Oh, let's talk about the villa we're in. Uh, we are staying in. Uh, we got this so wrong. Mm. We were meant to be here, right? We were meant to be, it was meant to be a holiday, even though we're working. Mm-hmm. We're meant to be doing one gig a night. Yep. At like nine o'clock at night. Five, yeah, five, six days in a row in Lisbon. And we were going to obviously bring over Cara and Natalie. But and we're also putting the, um, we'll put the feelers out for the pins that to come. Mm-hmm. For Matty and Amir. So like if the girls wake up with bruises, bruises on their boobs, it's just like a big who did it. <laughs> and Matty's just stood there like the man dressed as a hot dog. <laughs> Somebody's got some explaining to do. <laughs> so Matty the pincer is going to come with Amir. Mm-hmm. Natalie and Cara were coming. But then obviously Cara... Now, Cara would like me to point out in the podcast that it's all my fault and that I'm the big bastard. You did give her the, the, the disease that is killing everybody. I, look, no, no. The, the, this idea of blaming people 
for who gave who COVID. Like, if you got COVID and you go to, like, a football stadium, fair enough, everyone there is allowed to be like, you gave me COVID. But when... You tried to kill you. Look, you tried to kill Cullen, which we respect. Aye. Aye. Baldy! Which we respect that, right? Aye. Um, but you literally, like, took your wife out in the crossfire. Aye. Collateral I got, damage. I got... Cara got sick, uh, got COVID, um, uh, well, we had to isolate at the same time, so Cara wasn't able to go get her first jag. And because she didn't get her first jag... Uh, she couldn't get a second after six weeks. Couldn't get a second after six, six weeks. Six weeks was like less than two weeks before the trip. Aye. So it just didn't work out. She couldn't come. And then Natalie out of solidarity, which she's really regretting now. She loves Cara. She loves Cara. Aye. And she's like, I can't go without Cara. That's not fair on Cara. Aye. And then we sent her some pictures of food and she was like, I should have just threw Cara on another bus. Aye, fuck Cara. <laughs> Cara who? <laughs> So, that fucking, so she's on a flight right now. That, 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 that's Trump that Sloss has been with for four years now. I don't see it lasting. No. Um, so yeah, so we're, and it's so we're just bouncing around this big villa, which we, that has a reading room. If anybody's watching this podcast on, on the HD video, when we were filling out the uh, passenger locator form, and they were like, "What's your place of address?" Um, I think the first clue when I was writing out Casa de Presidente, I was like. That's an interesting name for a hotel. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't speak much Portuguese. Presidente sounds pretty... I reckon that's the president. It's regal, isn't it? Yeah, I reckon that's somebody in charge of some shit. Call me old Sherlock Holmes, but that's... Casa. And, and castle. Th- means castle. <laughs> uh, well, it actually just means... It means house, doesn't it? House, I think. Aye. Because in, in Love Island, there's... Su casa. There's uh, Casa Amor, which is like amor, love. Amor house. means love. Love House of Love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I mean, it's all shit. Anyway, uh, and turns out this is, we are staying in it, the it, old mayor's house. And there's pictures of him and stuff. Like uh, there, but like there's like framed gold-plated beetles. Yeah. Some like ornate candlesticks. We've got it behind us. We've got a big library, with like, like, like a glass-fronted library case of old books. And there's nice pictures everywhere. And he's, I think he was a good mayor. We don't know much about him yet. But it's, anyway, it's a big, lovely house. If you're watching the video, we'll be taking some footage of it and you can see it's fucking ridiculous. Like, we do feel like ballers and, and then fo- feeling like ballers is immediately followed by feeling like assholes I as was... we're both just out by the pool. And There's just this melancholy sadness about it. We were both sat on the swings last night. Because <laughs> we there's a, like, the, the mayor's grandchild swing sets out the back Aye. in the dark and shady woods. Mm. Well, I don't imagine the kid the, goes out on it at night time. With the electric fence <laughs> near we, it. we don't know it's electric because somebody didn't have the balls to check. Yeah, well, I wasn't good. I was high. Uh-huh. Right. And drunk. But I think we were... And feeling silly. A little you, bit loosey-goosey. You, you were like, oh, look at that, that generator. And they've tried to disguise it with, like, plants and stuff. Mm. This is a generator. I was like, why is the generator, like, so far outside? And then I saw the fence with barbed wire. And you were like, oh, I think it's power in the fence. I think that's an electric fence. And you were like, I can't try it. Aye. It's not going to be a fatal fucking electric fence. Like, it's not. The president doesn't live here now. They're not trying to kill people. Right next to his kid's swing set. Aye, they're <laughs> just going to... And I don't think it is electric. I think that's just the electricity box. Go out and check. We'll film I it. Just, we'll film it on camera. I just didn't want to do the... We'll pod- film it on camera. That'll be the footage. I didn't want to do the podcast. We'll film it on camera. That'll be the footage. I thought I'd look like one of the wet bandits while I was doing the podcast. <laughs> look like Marl. Marl? Marv. Marv. Marlon's the dad in Finding Nemo. Marl is the... Um, Daryl's brother on You mean Walk, Merle? Walking Dead. Oh, Christ, I'm having a nightmare. No, you really are. I'm having a nightmare. Oh, anyway, then there was Ewe, yeah, Matron is going, what, you're not even going to touch the electric fence, like? Oh, here he comes, jeez, oh. <laughs> <laughs> we were worried, we nearly, broke the, we nearly broke the swing set, and obviously if you break anything when you're staying at, uh, anyway, you pay for it, that's the that's the right thing yeah. to do, but... Like uh, I would have, that would have had to be an un- under the table payment. Mm-hmm. Why have you spent fifteen hundred pounds last month, Daniel? What's, what's this against the tour? Oh, I was just um, I broke the um, mayor of Lisbon's grandson. So you see, I was um, a child swing set. Well, you know, a child's a recommendation. It's like yeah. you know, like a toothbrush. A tooth is just a recommendation. You yeah. can brush anything with it, really. <laughs> yeah, it's like a jigsaw that the age says age is six and up. That's it's uh, it's up. Yeah, it's, I am a, upward it's of a minimum age of yeah. it. There might be a weight and height limit, and if you want to bring those up, I'll happily go, but it's yeah. seemingly just an age thing. So and the reason we were up in the swings was because we originally uh, were down, because drugs are decriminalised in Portugal. Yes, right, so you can get cocaine in Portugal, right, if, if you want. Not that we know. And um, 
not not illegal. I think this like it's probably illegal to sell it at the shop. You probably won't get it at Asda, right. whatever the Portuguese Asda is, right? But it's not it's not illegal, mm. right? But menthol cigarettes Tap are. <laughs> Tapasda. Tapasda. Nice. Thanks, man. Nice, kinda. Took me a while. It was yeah. posting in. Yeah. So what I was saying is like um, they've decriminalized all drugs. I think you can take take heroin, grand fine with it. Which, by the way, you bottled doing that last night, putting jabbing it directly in your arm. Give me some heroin. I'll give it a go. Girls aren't here. Those are off. Um, but I uh, menthol cigarettes. Nah, that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were out having a uh, joy down by the pool and. Uh, I just kept hearing like And I'm like fuck Snakes or some shit And then you just go You see water going You're like oh it's obviously The fucking sprinklers But it just seemed that Everywhere we would stand Those sprinklers would warn us They never got us But they were always just Giving off the early warnings of Yeah where they start pumping air Before the water gets into the Like doing the equivalent Of like tapping the back Of your partner's head Before you're about to come like Aye. just, a, it was doing a courtesy. Yep. The garden was doing us a favour. I was mm. like, "Look, you're about to get sprayed," uh, and I feel it was ample warning. What I don't think it warranted was sprinting up the stairs, going, "Oh no, we're going to get sprinkled." <laughs> <laughs> That's the only bit I was laughing at, and there was no homophobia involved. Any perceived homophobia is you projecting because clearly you saw how you were running. I just thought it was very, very funny that you sprinted up the stairs and genuinely and legitimately said the sentence, oh no, we're going to get sprinkled. I, I never heard sprinkled in that tense before. Uh, never had I. And you know what I really, I really hate about myself is my natural disposition is that. You know, if I can measure a response, right, it's it's a hard man response. It's a one of bravery. Yeah. Right. If I can just get between uh, stimulation and reaction, if I can step between that, my stoic response is always I, I want to be proud of. Mm. Right. But if I don't get between stimulus and reaction, I react like a little bitch. <laughs> it was that time when we were all the time. <laughs> That's my favourite thing in the world. <laughs> Oh. We, we, we were out in Hawaii. I'm sure we've told this story on the podcast. But on the zip, the zip lines, let's do it again. Um, we uh, were doing the zip lines through the mountains where they like film Jurassic Park and Co- Skull Island, and just any anything where it's like prehistoric set is the, that that's where they're set. In, in. Most of the rocks movies have been filmed there. Yeah, like Jumanji and fucking Journey to the Center of the Earth. Uh, and we're doing a, like a walking trail bit just to get up to. One of the first zip lines and the um, guides. The guides were constantly laying it down that the like be careful because there is wild, wild animals here. There's yeah. like a lot of boar. So just and then, keep this, your eyes out. Yeah, and uh, just stick to the path. And we're on this particular we're just path. just planting that seed as we travel. And he's like, oh, well, this is definitely the boar uh, area. Um, and then one of the guys goes down and he comes back and he goes, there is, um, this is the area where the mum's there with a couple of her kids who just be on the lookout. And he goes, I'll go ahead just to make sure she's not doing anything. And we walk for maybe a minute, two minutes more. And then the same two guides who'd, you know, hinted at this happening the entire time. He just dis- telegraphed he dis- it, some would say. He, he disappeared for several seconds. Um, and then jumped out of a bush and you threw your wife in front of you and the perceived boar. That's not entirely true. Was, well, right, right, I jumped behind you? a brother. <laughs> <laughs> I, ju- I jumped behind a more solid defence. Aye, oh, just in you know, just um, in case the boar came out and But scored. he made a really good boar noise. Mm, did he? It was, like, so realistic mm-hmm. that I, th- I thought, like... Ooh, if if we're getting attacked by boars, I better save myself until last because I'm going to be the one fighting to the death at the end. I don't even know how to spin this. I can't get into it. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a nice spin. Happened three years ago. Can't spin it. Um, and he's been working on it ever since. He really tries. He's got an entire back cave where every time he fucks up, he goes down into it to work out who he can spin the story of him not being the wanker or the loser in it. Well, it's uh, a very scientific approach. So there's that one. There's the. Oh, I get sprinkled as yeah. I prance off up the stairs. Mm. And then there was also the time when um, the door swung open and we thought it was our flatmate when we lived in London. Do you know about this? The door that the door that I accidentally spoke to once because I thought it was Natalie complaining. It's <laughs> <Yes. laughs> <laughs> just a very creaky door. And you open it up and it just drunk as fucking like three in the morning. I don't even think we were drunk, mate. I think we'd driven back from a gig. Like 
All right, all right. Take, give, give us that one at least. <laughs> oh, he's, he's like me last, just changing bits of stories. That didn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> You'd, if anyone was drunk, it would have been me. You would have been driving. So we get back, and the creaky door just goes, this is three in the morning. Oh, sh- <laughs> and you were like, sorry, baby. Sorry to wake you. It's just us. It's just us. <laughs> like, that's not your wife. <laughs> Jesus. How unhealthy is your relationship that just something <laughs> sh- <laughs> I love you too, baby. <laughs> Every time somebody's out the backyard, like a couple of cats get into a fight in a back alley, you're like, I'm coming, honey. It's okay. Dinner's almost ready. Don't get cranky. Poached eggs it is. So uh, I'm sat with Natalie and I heard the creak of the door, which um, I knew wasn't Natalie because she was sat next to us. I was like, you're not throwing your voice, are you? Mm. Um, and I was like, oh, it'll just be the door. It'll be Kat coming back. And then we're like, Kat's on holiday. It turns out what had happened, right, is the door had just been put, like it hadn't been shut properly in a strong gust of wind, because like, we had right. the balcony door open, just swung the door open, and uh, it made a clatter. It just sounded like someone was busting into the house. And granted, right, I did move towards the noise. I didn't, like, dive behind the couch or anything like that. But I shouted at the intruder, we're not expecting anybody. <laughs> We're not expecting anyone. This is a this is a breaking social protocol here. Yeah. This is against social norms. You should have text first. Yep. You should have called ahead. Mm-hmm. Unannounced. Unannounced isn't cool. <laughs> <laughs> what did you expect? Like the the burglar or the murderer to be like? Oh fuck! So okay, can I schedule in one o'clock tomorrow morning? Is that <laughs> is that? Can I murder you then? Yeah, when will you not be in? Yeah, what's the best time? So Natalie, um, sh- shortly behind us, uh, grabbed the nearest blunt object that I could use on the intruder and put it in my hand, and I continued <laughs> approaching the perceived intruder with the bottle of prosecco she handed me. <laughs> I'm like, I don't expect anyone, but. <laughs> So happen to be ready. Is that a little top up, sir? A little nibble, a little nip before you're d- troubled. Oh god, I got my yeah. words mixed up there. Yeah, you, you take all my tech and I'll pull these. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she can have her underwear. No, I don't want to know what for. <laughs> Reckon they do that, burglars? Burglars sniff undies. Mm. Well, that that that. Let's just say men, because it's probably men. Of, um, I think it's very sexist. I think I th- women, women burgle. I th- I think less women burgle. I think like so disproportionately less. Like what? Pers- I think like less than one percent of burglaries are women. No, no. I way. think for every hundred burglaries, you know what? Right? I reckon like you'd lower the number if there's like women involved, but they're like keeping two. <laughs> All right, Nish Kumar, Jesus. What? All right, Nish Kumar. Oh, keep being very lefty and feminist. I think only less than 1% of robbers are done by women. Yeah, I, I, I genuinely think that's... that's um, I'll Google it. Are you going to Google it? Well, I'm going to Google how many women. But yes, I think they're like, their moral standards are already low. So if they if they would get off on sniffing knickers, they're not going to respect your privacy. Oh, yeah. You know, they're like, they, they, that kind of be a line in the sand. You can't be morally okay with breaking and entering and taking someone's stuff, right? But then have a like a just like a moral high horse about about perversions. Well, well, well. Oh no, way, That's oh god. About all the stats here, Jesus. Is this UK stats? Global stats? Ah, uh, that's an excellent question. This is this is United States, and this is two thousand and twelve. Okay. But it's still okay. This is a, this is a it's a study. So we've got a uh, murder and non. Non-negligent manslaughter. So I think that's obviously intentional manslaughter. Even anyway, um, percentage of males eighty-eight point seven percent. That's on murders. Yeah, and yeah, and eleven point three percent of females. Uh, rape is ninety-nine point one percent men. That's unsurprising. Um, robbery, eighty-seven percent men. Okay, that's that's not thought. Women. Still, where do, where are we closest? Larceny theft. What's larceny again? I feel like larceny sounds like you're like slashing someone. Is it knife crime? It's absolutely not knife crime, is it? It's like stealing a car. Is larceny? God, we're so stupid. Uh, Larceny is a crime involving the unlawful taking or theft of the personal property of another person or business. Oh, smart bitches. So stealing a business. So you know, um, like intellectual property theft. 
so you know like the um, the pod the um the merch that we made for you yeah is that larceny because we didn't get your permission oh yeah so let's talk about that um daniel has merch well we tried having merch i think some people have already ordered them so i wonder if they've I wonder if they've been sent and you've got like a small percentage of people who've got like the only team cream merch that's ever in existence there is one crime one crime that women do more than men 67.7% women 32.3% men is it um is it shoplifting no it's uh prostitution because that's a crime in america Oh, I feel. I feel like I, that doesn't a, count. That's underwhelming. That like that's Aye. that's a fucking absolute fucking technicality. That. Aye. Um, the only other one that were truly fucking close. Oh, that's pretty fucking close. Embezzlement, almost fifty fifty. And embezzlement is the like um, procuring of money. Yeah, yeah, hiding it. Uh, we're close in fraud. That's good. Uh, forgery and counterfeit. Ah, and they're pretty good at. Um, this is an interesting jump in numbers. So, arson, violent crime, which I imagine is just burning a person, 80% men. Arson in violent crime? Yeah. Is that like all one word, not arson and violent so crime? So, arson, and there's there's two subsections of it. One is violent crime, and the other one is property crime. And apparently women uh, do 37% of the property. Right. I mean, it's still all men. Boys, we are fucking... We are shite. We need to stop this. Come on now. Aye. Some of those should be closer at 50-50. Either that or women need to up their game. Aye. Where, where Go and do more murders, ladies. That's, there's your feminism. Go yeah. do more murders. You've earned the right. We've been murdering you for, let's be honest, years and years and years and years and years and years and yeah. years. Like, historically, also, all the time, across all cultures, pretty much. Up your burglary game as well. You've already got the tights. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, uh, Do you think it's just because they're nicer? It can't be that. I think so. You know, nah, it can't be that. No, nah, it, it's it, got to be because no, they're weaker. No, <laughs> I think I, f- <laughs> I, <didn't mean> that. <laughs> I just wanted to say something horrible. Because they're, bot- they're bottlers. <laughs> they're it, it's not that they don't want to do it. If that was the stats on who wanted to do the crimes, right? The women would be like ninety nine percent on all of them. <laughs> there it is. Just, there's the there's they, the Elliot Steele us coming out. <laughs> <laughs> this is a bit. This I, is don't, a, I don't have to put footprints around this. This is a bit. <laughs> but just up your game. Um, where were we at? Your girlfriend. Girlfriend. Should talk. His girlfriend. His girlfriend. His girlfriend picked his dog. Picked his dog. His girlfriend picked his dog. His dog. <laughs> <laughs> I stepped on it last Do time. you agree that that should be the new intro for the podcast <laughs> and the new name of the podcast? No. No? No. Mm. You want that to be the new intro? Maybe. Just for one episode, like? For every episode that your girlfriend picked your dog. Let's do Let's do an unveiling of the dog episode where you can have that. Great, I'm very excited. Yeah, on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That'll force people to subscribe to the Patreon. So they can watch the video too. Uh, anyway, I, I was ignoring you entirely while you were, I was learning about crimes while you were trying to explain the... Yes, um, so you've got your um, merch, mm-hmm. which uh, went out on sale, you sold a handful of items, um, and then the items just stopped selling, and I was like, well, that had a glass ceiling, didn't it? Not everybody is team cream, it turns out. Mm, but the, mu- the Muggins one, still drip, drip, dripping away, people buying the, the tortoise and the hair. Mm-hmm. Um and then uh, I got an email off Spreadshirt Sweatshop, and it said that um, it's a breach of community guidelines. And I was like, "Oh no, not his middle finger!" Aye, that would have been the worst. That would have been the fucking worst. I can't be in business with a company that denies a fucking image Aye. because the middle finger is up. Aye, oh, gross. grow up, Aye. right? So I opened the email, figured it was that. Your religious, <laughs> your religion is showing just your repressed Catholicism. So I um, I looked at the email in length, I read it, and it said there was a copyright infringement. And I went onto the trademark uh, archive and typed in Team Cream, thinking that, like, because if there is a trademark on Team Cream, you're doing how you'd have to rebrand. Um, you can't you can't be this, the other Team Cream, the one that didn't get into the copyright. I would have just changed it to, like, Teamio Creamio. Aye. 
Oh, uh, they would have flew off the shelf. <laughs> or, t- or Tom Crumb. Um, there's a cream team. Cream there's team? A, there's a team cream puffs. Oh, maybe that's what I'll call my followers. <laughs> I'm cream. These are my cream puffs. So um, I was like, it must be his face. Have you copyrighted some of your images? Because it, um, it was a drawn. It was God, like if a- I got those made as like tank tops, those would sell a lot amongst my gay fans. Just, it's just, it's, I'm, a, I'm a team cream puff. Yeah, that would be nice. I, I'd wear one. I'd wear one. And we'll work on it. We'll work on it. And um, I emailed them. I was just like, it's a unique drawing of my, I can't even my business partner. <gasps> We're in business together, you know what I mean? Jesus, all right, well, let's know where I stand. Um, so I was like, it's a unique picture of my business partner. <laughs> um and Team Cream isn't taking in the trademark, so you can tell us what it is. And it was like, it's a true, dep- this is like a real, um, this is like nice for Lady. Aye. That like, her artwork got like seen as a true depiction. Oh, because uh, it was so it accurate. Was, it was so accurate. Um, and they said that uh, it was, I didn't have I'm to. I'm very, very glad that they didn't throw that at us about the logo. <laughs> <laughs> I would have loved that. That would have been fucking we no, devastating. We had nose in your weak chin. It <laughs> would just like, we got, it's just, this is clearly a photo of two people. <laughs> and, and unless we get these two very ugly men, if we get them to assign a bit of paper saying this is fine. What do you mean it's drawn? <laughs> <laughs> so um, I need, I, I somehow need to get them permission from you. Um, so you're in a, you're basically in a legal battle with yourself to release the image of your face. So do I just get in contact with them, like with a picture of my face? I don't know. <laughs> they didn't really say how to do it, but um, I, I'll just write out a form that he can sign and scan that and send it, and I'll send them a little video of you just going, hello, it's me. <laughs> Look, it's the same one of the image. Oh, that's my face. Um, I consent. Um, so I have just got a little bit of a... I've uh, got a little bit of... I'm kind of caught, basically, to Aye. try and push Team Cream through. <laughs> wonder if you're going to say anything homophobic during this quick case. It wasn't homophobic. It was um, misogynistic. Oh, that was it, yeah. Yeah, so... Because it's a girl's drink. <laughs> <laughs> that was very funny. Was that on the... No, it wasn't on the, the extra bonus podcast with me and Callum talking shit. It was on the last Monday's podcast. Right. Can I get a witness? Um. So yes, we've, what we've got as well, we've printed, we've printed out... Uh, I can do this on the video. Anybody watching on the video... We've uh, we've got it. We've ordered one of our um, Slosson Humphreys on the Road logo T-shirts and we're going to sign it and make it out to whoever wins. We'll do the draw, probably on Thursday, actually, but like on one of the upcoming podcasts, we're doing the draw. And if you're a Tier 2 um, subscriber, you get an entry into the draw. And if you're a Tier 3, you get two entries into the draw. And if you're Tier 4, you get to enter one of us. Not me, please. I've still, I'm still working on me um, anal health. <laughs> Aye. How's it been going recently? Because that's the thing. Like, it's, you and me, we're good. We talk about mental health with each other. You know, we'll occasionally check in with each other. Yep. But I do think it's important that men start talking to each other about rectal health as well. I'd actually like um, quite like someone to have a look at it. Right, well, that's going to have to be a doctor. I thought you said you cared about my welfare. I do, but I also understand the limits of not only my uh, diagnosing skills, but the limits of our friendship, and it's not to stare upwards into a bloody cavern of hell. It's not bloody. It hasn't been bloody in a little while. Why am I looking at it then? Is this like a little polyp? Oh, well. <laughs> just pop it. I think it's a pile. I think it's a pile. I don't know. I don't know. I, don't know. I, think, it's a I think it's a pile. Go do it with a... Get a mirror. I have done. FaceTime Natalie. I don't know. I don't know. FaceTime Natalie and leave the camera on the floor and then squat above it. I am. Um, I used the you know the mirror where you like flip it round and you you're shaving and it magnifies so you can shave. I pop that on the toilet seat mm-hmm. and um, put my head between my legs. Kiss your ass goodbye. While I was down there. <laughs> <laughs> while I was down there, I checked my piles and I was like, ah, oh, that is a little bit of a. I don't know if I need that looked at. Gross. Should edit this bit out. No, I just. <laughs> I don't get piles, and I hopefully never will. I, maybe it's just because I'm old. Mm, and you're just such an aggressive, violent shitter. I mean, there is that. I wipe too hard. That's always the best. And I deadlift, so I did. What's that got to do with anything? Deadlifting? Deadlift hurts your arsehole. Well, it's just straining, isn't it? Your arsehole? I don't know, I imagine. I reckon you could prolapse your arsehole doing deadlifts if it was that way, if I it was that way inclined. I about it. What on? What podcast do you listen to? First of all, if anyone... Google, pro- can you get piles deadlifting? 
Uh, that's a that's a funny one. Like you know, if um, if anybody had had like a fit, uh, like a, like a oh, did I ever tell you about um, my fr- my friend at the sports center who uh, checked me cock? If you're lifting, huh? I don't. When you are lifting a piece of heavy furniture or lifting weights, lifting too much weight can lead to a common condition called hemorrhoids. Hemorrhoids are enlarged veins in the anus or lower rectum and can be made worse by frequent heavy lifting or holding your breath when lifting heavy, heavy objects. So, can we all agree that I've, uh, I'm suffering here because I'm hench? Sure. Thanks, man. Thanks. I needed that. <laughs> I really needed that. I'm, I'm really trying to build back up my portfolio of being a real man and oh, what it is. Don't you drive an automatic now? No, I do not. No, I was just making sure. You do. No, oh, no I don't. You, you don't on a technicality. No, I you don't. Not, it doesn't have a gearbox. Because it's no gears. That's like going, oh, my bike doesn't have any gears, and then you pull up on your big wheel, and you're just pedaling the wheel. No, no. It's, it's, <laughs> it's like, it would be like that with a fucking uh, tram. It's just, I drive a Tesla, there's no gears. It's an electric car. It just speeds up and slows down. You drive a tram. I drive a tram. Um... That that was spinning off from something else that I wanted to stay on, but it's gone, isn't it? Oh, I, I don't want to stay on the piles for any longer. No. Well, I mean, that's kind of what they are inherently. You're not close enough to your mic. Why? Because it noise gated you out. Oh, no, I don't. It, 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 it thought you were amb- ambient noise and cut you. So, we have had a fucking mental weekend because on Friday night... Friday night we had the fringe, which was so we'd done my last day of the fringe. Mm-hmm. So at the Edinburgh Festival Theatre, at the Edinburgh Festival Theatre, mass, massive gig, and then I went and done my last show with um, Baldy and Gareth War, <laughs> and uh, we done my new material, and I signed off that, and then we went to Glasgow and done two shows recording a special in the Hydro oh, in yeah. the Armadillo yeah. in Glasgow, which is a fucking mint venue, quite iconic. Yeah. And um, Capaldi came again, big right. biggest fan. Lewis. And uh, you want, I, I want to get him on the podcast. He'd be fucking so good on the podcast. I think he would, but it's a daft bit of time when it's, we're actually at home aye, for a bit. It's like trying to schedule when like everyone's touring. Aye. Like ideally it would have been done during lockdown when we couldn't have seen each other. Let's try and get him on the podcast and let's just try and get him cancelled. Because he, like his boundary, his standards of for getting cancelled will be way lower than ours. Uh-huh, yeah. Because, like, because of the stuff that I've spoken about on stage and been very open with my entire uh, life in regards to, like, fucking... It's uh, like, yeah, if you went on the one show, there's enough in the back catalogue of things you've said that would get you cancelled off the one show. Mm -hmm. Like, you kind of get cancelled from your platform for anything you've said, right? But you can get cancelled off, like, certain platforms that demand a higher level of decorum. Well, it's also because, like, we've we've got our fan base now that very much knows what we do and to expect whereas Lewis's fan base is much much wider than ours yes. it like goes up to 100 year old women down to 3 year old children and that's a lot more sensibilities Aye. across he, the board when these people are like just uh, like fans of everything he does and wants to see everything he's done every interview every YouTube video like, and then they're like oh he's done this podcast it's, on, it's, behind, it's behind a paywall let's pay £3 and this, this poor innocent people that aren't about this life, just subscribe to like 80 hours of fucking tripe. Aye, absolute fucking garbage. Just that the, only the truly mental would just, pay for. Just take them further and further away Speaking from God. Speaking of, subscribe to our fucking Patreon, you fucking piece of shit, kill you did. Who was that? No, none of us spoke. No, the house must be haunted. Um, haunted by the last person who didn't subscribe to Patreon. Yeah, so uh, I will replace the podcast for several episodes if we can get Lewis Capaldi to sing your girlfriend, pick your dog. <laughs> <laughs> have, to, have to take that. Aye, that would be fair. Have, have to take that hit. Um, so we decided that it's a big day. Mm-hmm. Like there was a lot going on. Camera crews running around, fucking uh, like the staff for a massive gig like that. There's a big, it's a big operation. There's like the, the crew rooms just got loads of pizzas in because everyone's fucking working all day on the operation. And we're just like, we've just got the performance to think about. Aye. So like... We're having a drink, aren't we? And we managed to finish a bottle of whiskey before the second show. We did, aye. Um, and we were mullered and having such a good time. Gigs were lush. And then we went back to yours and had a bowl. Aye. Of Rice Krispies. Yep. Had a bowl. A bowl of cream puffs. 
And then uh, I ended uh, up. We were actually talking about marijuana, a bowl for any new nerdy listeners. It's like a pipe. You put it in the top. The Americans call it doing a bowl. Yeah, it's just a bong in it, like a pipe. It's more like a. Oh, pipe it's, than a, a it's more like a pipe than a bong. Yeah. Uh, and we watched Match of the Day and laughed at Arsenal. Ha ha ha, Arsenal. Oh, so good. <laughs> it's so, so good when they do so shit. It's just. Like at this point, it's almost altruistic of them mm-hmm. to like just so consistently make everyone else's day. Do you know who's a massive Arsenal fan? Pinter and Baldy <laughs> and Gareth Waugh and Ramesh Ranganathan and Jack Whitehall and Daryl O'Brien and Alan Davies and Chris Martin and Chris Martin. Not that one. Uh, well, maybe that one. There's a disproportionate amount of people support Arsenal. It's all of them. And when they haven't scored after three Rob games Beckett. in the flat bottom of the league with zero points, it's just dead funny. It's so good. They fight. Oh, they're so, so shit. Tom Rosenthal, I think. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, yeah, we watched Match of the Day. had some more whiskey to celebrate that. And then um, and I passed out on the couch and woke up like an hour and a half later to you just like grabbing me foot gun with taxis outside. Dude. Grab your foot at home. Literally, I, like, I woke up and my foot was in your mouth, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, take my shoes off at least. <laughs> That's just how I tell you the time by sucking the amount of toes. It is one, two, three, four, and a half in the morning. <laughs> so it was 4.30 in the morning and uh, we went... Went to the airport. Oh, but I did but my greatest ever, my favourite pastime, which is getting high before you go to the airport. I love it. It's my favourite thing in the entire world. And I fucked up. You're, you're totally fucked up. No, 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 you don't even know this bit yet. We yeah. fucked up and we're in trouble with Cara. I don't know this. No. So after, literally just after we spent, after the three hours in the queue trying to get through Portugal customs and stuff, Cara uh, messaged uh, with a bunch of videos. When we left at 4.30 this morning, because we left the door open, uh, we left Ray out until like 11 in the morning. No. So so Cara just, Cara just uh, uh, oh, it gets worse. Cara, we have security all around the house. So Cara has just footage of Ray just confused, like walking up to the door, walking away over the course of six hours because nobody would let back in the house. Oh, where was like surely she noticed at breakfast? Because uh, I'd because I'd woken her up when I was sort of getting up, and because uh, she had, she's got me. Uh, and had you put out breakfast? Uh, yeah, well, I think she'd assumed that. I'd so you put out breakfast yeah. and locked out your cat. <laughs> there it is. Psych. Yeah, yeah. and uh, Ray's. Uh, look, obviously, cats are designed to be outdoors, but Ray's not an outdoor cat at all. She goes outdoors, but for the first ten years of her life, she was locked in one room in a house. This wasn't us, by the way. This was the previous owner. She was a breeding cat, uh, so she's she can go outside and she does go into the garden and explore. She's not an outdoor cat. She's not designed nah. for it. And it, 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 it she does seem like she's got the coat for being outdoors. Aye, but I mean, not the brain. And it wasn't a, it wasn't the worst day to be locked out. No, but when she came back in, apparently she had like fucking all those horrible like sticky leaves on her and stuff, and she was eating her toe beans and aye, Cara um, wasn't best impressed. Get a dog, man. Get uh, Get one with anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> One that if you leave it outside, it'll get picked up by a seagull and swallowed whole. Is that an actual worry, do you think? In it, like, in fucking, in America, right, you know, uh, Catherine? Yes. Like, so, uh, not with her dog, because she's got fucking, uh, basically a, a mental staffy, but she, her, all of her other friends have got Is really this small- Catherine who I've known for years and I just found out yesterday? She was the daughter of uh, Seth from the OC. Yes, aye. <laughs> That's yeah. amazing. Uh, I had no idea. So I've known her, like, I've seen her hang out with Anna Lane at the Fringe. She's a Grammy nominated, a winner at this she's, point. She's in you. Uh, she she's the TV show. <laughs> no, no, oh, I she, behind. I she like, is she? in you. Uh, she, aye, she's oh, she's a phenomenal singer, and she's in uh, the um, oh fuck, what's it called? It's on Broadway. It's Alanis Morissette's one. She's very good in it. Anyway, she's Grammy nominated. Anyway, her friend is it called Jagged Little Pill? Yes, because that was a guess. That's what it would be called if it was. It is called one. Jagged Little Pill. Yeah. That's exactly what it's called. Ah. Uh, it's very good. My mum and dad have seen it. Um, really? She was telling me... I, I hate that when we hang out with people who have actual talent. 
oh and yeah and she's like legit yeah when you, when you hang out with actually talented people and you're like oh i'm a fraud i just say stuff uh, i just make fucking dick jokes man my own my only true talent is that most other people don't have the confidence to do what i do that's the biggest thing yeah, i'm a salesman um she was telling me because she lives in the fucking hills in la but people with tiny fucking dogs uh, have to get like coyote collars but also they have to get some like spiked backpacks and that's to stop them being taken by eagles oh is that right <laughs> yeah. oh, oh man man the fact that there's a brand there's several brands of these collars and backpacks it's happened loads clearly like it's a common thing this isn't like a one time and now we've invented this this is happening because uh, somebody somebody messaged me on instagram after listening to the podcast and just saying like um you, i th- I think it was, I think maybe Dan Garrett, I'm going to try and get it, I think it was Dan, um, had said, uh, have you got like kestrels and that in the area? Because I do live by like a lot of farmland. Yeah. It's like, as I said, just in case you have to put a mesh dome over your garden, right? Any messages with that? It like, I couldn't read it, whether I couldn't read whether he was teasing us. Or whether it was... Or whether I was like, watch your dog for kestrels, mate. <laughs> man, it does happen. <laughs> it's like, I don't know if kestrels do it, but oh man, if it did. And look, I would never be happy at the death of an adorable, innocent dog. But fuck, we'd get a good podcast. I think I'd fly Nick Cody over especially for it. Imagine, oh, he got in touch with actually, just I got out of my inbox, but I got out of bed, had me coffee, up my message, and it had... Nick Cody, what's this about your dog? And I just went straight back to bed. <laughs> you blocked him. Blocked him on all forms of social media. Deleted his number. Got a restraining order. Cease and desist letter. Yeah. Turned up at his door. Yeah. 48 hours later. I, I, put, I put myself through a relocation program so you couldn't even try and find us. You're in witness protection now. Cody's banned from the Patreon episodes of the podcast. So I messages about that, right? And then... Um, and, and then he, uh, I, I just apologised to him, and I was like, uh, he was like, actually, it's probably better than getting like an ex-farm dog staffy that you have to find a new home for when you get children. Uh, like, it's a better idea that. And I was like, oh, maybe it's your, your girlfriend picking your dog isn't such a bad thing as they think it through. And he was like, well, on a technicality, like Luch chose our dog. And I was like. Aye, but that's not what this. Thanks, for, thanks for giving us some ground on this. But that's not what the song's about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, all, we all know that's not what the song's yeah. about. I wonder if anyone, any of the listeners, have taken that fucking toxic masculinity into their everyday life, male or female. I wonder if like there's just like a group of girls that listen to this podcast and know whenever they see Natalie. That, well, yeah. Natalie does it. <laughs> Natalie does do it. <laughs> <laughs> Natalie leads the charge on it. I'm trying to wake up what I've done. Uh, well, she knows she can get away with it. Clad. I, honestly, Natalie, I can't. You don't need to give me a birthday present this year. <laughs> like That's your birthday coming up. It is. Oh, I, <laughs> I was about to say, do you know how I know it's my birthday? Because I'm an adult and I'm not an idiot. But uh, Cara gets very, very excited about uh, either about birthdays or Christmas because she likes buying gifts for other people because she's very, very good at buying gifts for other people. Like she listens to what they say in conversations. Mm-hmm. She remembers things that they like. She can yeah. piece things together. And then when it comes time... She's thoughtful. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to us, which are just like, what's an expensive thing that I can throw in uh, your direction? I, oh, that time when I bought Natalie an iPad, I'd, like, I'd been going out with that a couple of years and I was like, I'll get her an iPad. And then Jean was just like, is that all you're getting now? And I'm like... God, it's like 600 quid. I can't remember how much the yeah, word yeah. I was like, it's a fucking expensive gift. She's like, it's just not very thoughtful, is it? Is it engraved in that? And I'm like, Jean, what do you think? I had to buy a bunch of fucking trinkets from doing the little alleys in, uh, in, Bright- in Brighton. And I'm like, just like to go with it. Right. So I didn't look heartless by her own. Because that, that's just different, isn't it? Like, but they just, but they, I think for for most women they just like the thought of it because that's nicer that means you've been paying fucking attention as opposed mm-hmm. to you know sorting by most expensive click that thing send it on through um, Kara's very good at buying presents what she's not good at is keeping secrets at all uh, yeah. not only can she not keep secrets you can t- if you've got a secret it's written on her face like she's got a big giant like flashing fucking star above her head that just says I know something and she tells everyone last Christmas or maybe it was two Christmases ago she gave you a heart 
Uh, and the very next day, I, th- I had it for boxing sandwiches. Uh, <laughs> some leftovers. You don't want to cook, do you? <laughs> nah. You're hungover on boxing day. Yeah, there's plenty of me heart left for everybody. <laughs> so it's, uh, I just put on sandwich. I put a little uh, bread soaked in gravy uh, in the middle. I call it the moist maker. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of applesauce. Um, she was buying me, like, she was doing 12 days of Christmas. So if, if 12, for the 12 days before Christmas, she got me a present. Oh, so that day. starts today because you're on the 11th. What day is it today? Well, she's not doing it this time. She did it for Christmas, is what I'm saying. Oh, wait, I thought you meant your birthday. No, no, no. She did it for Christmas and... Oh, we, no, we, la- we, last Christmas, the one before last. I'm on. Because it was the la- it was the end of the X-Tour. We had so many people around. Cara spent the entire night individually taking all 20 guests upstairs to explain to them all the presents that she had bought me just because that's how much she needed to tell someone. Yeah. So at the moment... She I'm wanted tr- it to be a surprise just to you. Just she can't cope with being a surprise. No, else everyone else. Had, and I could get out of her if I wanted to. Like, it's... I have to be the adult in the situation. If I was just fucking, like... Because she wants to know what she's getting for gifts as well. If I was like her, I would already know what I'm getting for my birthday. Mm. But I'm like, don't tell me. Don't so tell me. So you have me. to actively, like... Yeah, keep her back. Stop it! You're gonna ruin it for your fucking self. I'm gonna enjoy it either way. Yeah. It was the time, time for Christmas. She bought oh, for birthday last year. She bought me the the gaming chair uh, from the Xbox, and it was a big, big surprise. And she, I uh, didn't want me to know I was getting it. Like it was my big sort yeah, of gift. And there's a picture of it on the box. Yeah, they delivered. They're just the guy delivered a box that said "gaming chair" on the side. Yeah, and I took it, and I was like, "Cara, look." And she was absolutely devastated. That was one of the times when she was angry, right? But I just had to be like, you're not angry at me, right? You understand that? Like, I didn't do anything wrong in this. But she was just... No, she just needed mad. somewhere to put her anger. And you were closest. Yep. <laughs> aye, aye. That was the same Christmas that I bought her a present that is a bigger version of what you got her for her birthday. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Cara really likes slush puppies. Uh, maybe I'll just get a slush puppy machine, he said, standing next to the slush puppy machine I had already bought for her last birthday. Uh, that tiny little fucking bit of junk that you got from August. Well, she wouldn't let me buy it. I, I've, I've said for ages, I'm like, man, you know, fucking, I want to buy like a de- real, real ass fucking ice blast machine one day. You have got clearance from Piggy to get a um, pinball machine. machine. I know. I witnessed class. that, like, if she tries to change her mind on that. Aye, she did. We took, there's an NQ64, that barcade in Edinburgh, which is class. It's just so nice to have a fucking barcade. Shout out NQ64. Uh, who I currently have the high score on QBAT. Well, I think you just did for that day. I mean, it was the day it opened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty, sure it's gone. pretty much the day after launch, wasn't it? Uh, but Cara got mad, mad into the pinball. And I've always, you know who fucking loves pinball machines and owns three Baldy! <laughs> <laughs> no, not him, I wish. What about Linda? No, no, uh, no. I'm, I'm out of guesses. Jeffries, <laughs> uh, Jim. Jim Jeffries. Aye. It was pinball. You know what I liked it? Because every time I'm playing a pinball machine, right, I'm sinking money into it, right? And as I'm going, I'm working out what shoots activate what. Yeah. And there's like, there's so much to it because they're just like, it's abs- actually overwhelming how many fucking options and lights are coming at you yeah. that you literally just, when you're playing, hit the balls. But if you know what unlocks what, you get much more game time out of it because you're like, oh, if I get into there three times, it's going to give us four balls or whatever. Yeah. Or this one will like give you an extra go. So you can you can buy more game time. If if you know where you're aiming for, because mm. you you can't aim for stuff like you you catch it in the paddle and then let it roll down the paddle and hit it at the and right getting point. Getting the right bit to send it across. Yeah, there's really so much more than just like whacking it. But I want to make sure that I do because the pinball machine I want is the Deadpool one. The Deadpool one's fucking great, but they don't make those anymore. Like you've got to get them secondhand, and they don't yeah. ship from either Australia or America where they are. Yeah, and if they're secondhand, they're probably faulty. They're, 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 they're probably impossible to get fixed. Aye, I just feel like. So uh, this is the definition of a first world problem. <laughs> well, it's it? way higher than. So I I used to um, play the one on the PC where you just use the shift button. Ah, yeah, space it. fucking something, something like that. And there's loads of that. I was like, I got pretty good at it, right? But what the reason I got good at it is because if it balances precariously on the bit where it's about to tip off and go down the side, you can hit spacebar and that's tilt, and it's like nudging the machine. So you can nudge the machine. Obviously, if you keep tapping space bar, like it, all the lights come on and it fucking freezes. Mm. So you kind of keep tapping space. But that is just such a like major thing in pinball to like save your life. Mm. You tap that at the right time, you save your life. I haven't been able to bring myself in an arcade to like actually physically fucking wrench the machine. Ah, when it's just on in the case edge. you fucking uh, break it. Uh-huh, well, maybe that's maybe that's the way to get a fucking Deadpool one. Maybe 
we go there, we tilt it, the machine breaks, and they'll be like, you break it, you buy it. And I'll be like, deal. Sweet, that's what deal. you're trying to get. It's done, <laughs> yeah. done, absolutely. My dad can yeah. fix this easily. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Actually, if you did have any problems with yours, your dad could fix it. My dad, like, we've got the arcade machine downstairs anyway, and it's it's got, I think, about 100, 150 games on it. I've always wanted more, but my dad can easily just get the fucking chip yeah. out and put... I mean, I probably could if I could be arsed, but then... There's a great uh, documentary on Netflix... About gaming, aye, it's like six episodes or something. And um, there was this thing about like guys that would create chips for like expansion packs on arcade games, and they'd go and sell them to the arcades because they get like more money out of the machines with mm. these things. But it was like kind of against the law at the time. And then they got like recruited by the people who made the games to work oh, that's for them. The best way to do it's it. It's like you know when you catch like like catch me if you can, where they catch the fraudster and be like, and you work for a fucking like yeah. operation catching people who do fraud. And um, just hit that like that group of mates so reminded me your dad and his pals. Aye. It was just them. That's probably what they were like back then. What are you looking at? Thought I heard a bang. Nah. Sorry. Sorry. I, I mean, Turn, I'm like. Turns out I just wanted one. <laughs> <laughs> just lonely in this fella. Wishful uh, thinking. That was so funny on the on the swings last night. We're like, this is just such a sad picture. I was sat in the swings here because the girls could be here to push with. <laughs> and we're, you know, like, we'll get back home and tell them they'll be like, you do know you could have pushed each other. That was right there. <laughs> so close. Uh, right, let's plug some shit. We've got to go to a gig. We've we got, do. We've got another... We're doing like 10 shows in Lisbon, which is fucking cool because, one, it means it means you could have played an arena if you chose to in Lisbon, which oh, is right. a fucking great thing to find out. Um, and another good thing is that means that means we can keep coming back to Lisbon in this, this moment that we've lost. Mm. I don't know. need to get me jokes. This moment that we lost with the girls in the pincer, um, we'll be able to relive. All right, we'll next, definitely be back. Next year, as long as we don't stink every room out and make sure that they don't come back again. Well, but everyone, everyone seems to enjoy it. Uh, right, so uh, on Saturday... Try again? Yep. September 3rd, we are in Gibraltar. Marlena has messaged me about that, which means it's probably not selling as well as we'd like. So if you know anyone in Gibraltar, or you can be asked going across the fucking border and you can get tickets to the... Can I just shout out the boys who flew from Dublin to watch the show last night? I know, oh, I know they listen to the podcast. They were lovely lads. Fucking all the way over to see us. I mean, I think they did also come out to get yeah, drunk. Nah. And, and make, make a hold out of it, aye. but it was, um, it was part of the package. Uh, and then what the second uh, Athens show on September the 14th is not sold out yet. And obviously, American people, the tour is on sale. Boston is almost sold out. Um, so... Yeah, please just book up the fucking tickets because then we'll know if we need to add any more or not. Class. So, yeah, loads of gigs coming up. Probably near you at some point between now and February. And obviously you can buy our merch at whatever the fucking merch website is. Yeah, I actually put the link in. I should have done this originally. I put the link in the podcast description now. So if you're listening to this on Spotify, iTunes, Patreon, wherever you listen to it, Acast, it'll, um, it'll be in the link of the description. And um, so you can buy Team Muggins merch, you can buy Matty's a Pincer merch, you can buy um, the podcast merch, but we're still on an ongoing legal battle for the Team Cream merch. You don't get that kind of shit with Team Muggins, I'm just saying. Uh, your dad broke his wrist calling a nine-year-old rollerblader a wanker. <laughs> <laughs> your dad, but as his lips instead of the toast. <laughs> cut, out of the, cut out the middle, man. <laughs> Your, uh, your dad has a website where he rates each Cabbage Patch baby. The categories include kissing, personality, durability, taste, and eagerness. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> your dad never changed his dreams since he was six, and he's still, he's still trying to become a professional rounders player and <laughs> keeps trying to form a band around his recorder playing. <laughs> Uh, your dad can't fart if he's nervous or under pressure. So before he goes out to ask people to pull his finger, he farts in multiple Ziploc bags. <laughs> Just get the pull his finger and he passes them on. Uh, opens it. Over the inside of his jacket. Squeezes it. Boop. Uh, your, your dad's celebrity crushes Big Bird off Sesame Street. <laughs> hey, she's a big bird. Uh-huh. He likes them big. Uh, your dad named his fists Razzle and Dazzle. Give him the old razzle-dazzle. He named them after his uncles. <laughs> uh, your dad tried to throw a, to- a toga party, but because of a typo in the invites, everyone turned up in yoga pants. 
Uh, your dad can't lick his elbows, and that's why they're the dirtiest part of his body. <laughs> he looks the rest of himself. I got it. Uh, and I described it to everybody else who also got it. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Running Commentary with Guy Humphreys. Here's a, here's a bunch of my thoughts that are going to do with staying in my head. <laughs> Uh, your dad can swim like a fish and by that I mean he goes round in circles forgetting how he got there and when he gets out of the pool he flaps like he's having a fit <laughs> and I've got another one I don't know why I wrote six I found a line I found a line of ants running through the kitchen and followed it out into the garden and there was your dad in file with them carrying a leaf above his head back to their camp he can lift eight times his body weight mm-hmm. but he just chose not to no. they don't know um, right look you can have it as an outro his girlfriend, his girlfriend, his girlfriend picked his dog, picked his dog, his girlfriend picked his dog. His dog. <laughs> and that's our outro.